0: Hello and welcome. Today's episode is going to look a little different. I've been uh, very tired lately figuring out how to create and be a father has been no easy task. Um at least at least to to properly create. Um I've clearly had no problem creating absolute garbage for you on a, uh, on a bi-weekly basis, but um to make something worthwhile now that that that's, uh, that hasn't been easy. Hey, what's going on? Come here. You know, and it's not just, you know, raising Sawyer, you know, and, and, and hoping that I don't let him die. But it's also, you know, working, you know, extra hard on my marriage. And you know, I mean, usually we, Sophie and I would have so much time together. But now that we really, really only have like those few hours right at the end of the night after Sawyer goes to bed, and um, that's usually the time I would spend doing podcasting. But now I want to spend that time with Sophie, you know. Um, plus, yeah, I got I got pets to take care of, beautiful pets, and, and and a house. It's just it's a lot more to do. Is all is, is what I'm trying to say. And and, and and I'm not complaining. It's been a, a great. New edition and I'm I'm very happy, but it it, it that also affects everything else, right? Anyway, all of this is to say that I just I needed a break this week. And if you know me and you know anything about previous podcasts that I've done in the past. Oh my gosh. She's That was a big spit. Out. You okay? Alright, you're okay. Um Sorry, what was I saying? Um, yeah, if if you know anything about my podcasting experience in history, you'll know um, you'll know that I'm, I'm I'm no stranger to the multiverse. If you if you're curious more about that, you can uh, check out Nicholas's podcasting jar wherever you get your podcast, and you can hear all about my adventures in uh, in the multiverse. But uh. I'll, if you haven't listened and, and you don't want to spend the time, uh, let me try to very quickly explain uh, what I've gone through. Uh, about six years ago, I started a podcast called crossover where I attempted to get sober while also talking about uh, crossover TV episodes. And during the process of making that podcast, I was so desperate for guests uh, that at one point I went online and... Uh, Found people talking about uh, this this rock that could be used to summon ghosts. So uh, I uh, well, it turns out that that uh, sorry, sorry, it's Sawyer's just being a little. Uh, I will say that later. It turned out that that rock wasn't in fact a rock. It was uh, an egg, and it uh, and the egg was actually a gateway to the multiverse. And so using the egg, I entered this sort of world between worlds and, and I fought different versions of myself at at one point, a French version of me took over my life here in, in, in this reality while I was locked away in a world without creativity. It's, it's a long story, but, um, ever since those days, I've, I've still had access to the world between worlds and, and, and every once in a while I'll visit it and, and I'll see what uh, other podcasts, other versions of me are making. And, and today I wanted to present you with one of those episodes. So today you won't be hearing an episode of Stranger Wings, a podcast about Stranger Things and Chicken Wings. Instead, you'll be listening to Stranger Wings, a podcast about Stranger Things and flying. Uh, it seems that in this reality I wanted to be a, a pilot... So I, I I mixed my love of Stranger Things and, and learning to fly together to create a podcast, uh, the likes of which have never been seen. Um, I, yeah, it's an it's an interesting episode, but yeah, I think Sawyer is right. I, it's not my best work, but it's interesting. And I and I and like I said, I needed a break, so I thought I'd just give you guys this episode as a little teaser to listen to this week, and then we'll we'll be back with regular chicken wings episodes, uh, the week after, or, you know, in two weeks, the next episode, uh, before I, uh, sign off here and and let the other version of me take over. I do want to just say thank you to joy division. Uh, the, the band, they graciously allowed me to use some of their music in this episode, as well as, uh, providing me the recording space to record this podcast and, and, and edit it. And, uh, They're just very good friends of mine And so I really wanted to say thank you to them For all that they have Not only given to me but to the world You know Um, yeah. Yeah so without further ado Welcome To Stranger Wings Hello to you all I am your host Nicholas Margellos, and this is Stranger Wings, a podcast where we not only deep dive into the world of stranger things, but we also ask ourselves, do we have what it takes to truly spread our wings? Every two weeks or so, I hope to be taking you on a flight of discovery. Together we will dive into the Stranger Things canon, uncovering and dissecting all that its lore has to offer. We'll read the books, the comics, watch and read some of the inspirations, and hopefully much, much more. And all the while, we'll be studying to get our pilot's license. Sometimes we'll discuss the angular difference between True North and Magnetic North, and other times we'll just, honestly, this is, honestly most times. We'll just be expanding our vocabulary, which is kind of what I wanted to do today. Uh, Today, I wanted to discuss one of the early on topics that we kind of need to discuss when it comes to this. We're going to talk about aerodynamics, learn exactly how a plane flies. Now, to be fully in control of an aircraft, pilots need to know how and why the aircraft even flies. On today's episode of the podcast, we will go over the basic aspect of aerodynamics that any student pilot needs to understand, as well as cover the four forces of flight and the four fundamental maneuvers. Now, while an airplane is in flight, there are four forces acting upon it. They are lift, weight, thrust, and drag. That's it. Just those four. Lift is the upward force created by the wings as air flows around them, and, and it's what keeps the airplane in the air. Weight is the downward force towards the center of the earth, which is opposite lift, and it exists due to gravity. Next, we have thrust. This is the forward force generally generally created by the aircraft through the air. And finally, There's drag. Drag is the force acting in the opposite direction of thrust, and which fundamentally fundamentally limits the performance of the airplane. Now, let's look at these four forces, lift, weight, thrust, and force. Wait, thrust. (laughs) Now, let's look at these four forces with a little bit more detail. The key to an aircraft being able to fly is lift. Now, if we were to be looking at a cross-section of a wing, we would be able to better understand how the lift gets generated. So what I want you to do is go ahead and Google a picture of an airplane's wing. Go ahead. I'll wait. You you, you can do it. You got it? Good. So now you see how... Oh, Well, let me first say this. A wing is a type of airfoil and an airfoil is just any surface that generates an aerodynamic force as, as, as a fluid. So in our case, air is moving around the wing. And then in addition to the wings, we are also having things like propellers, which are also working as airfoils, although they're not quite as good at producing lift as, as the wings are. Um, Now, if, if you're looking at that picture of the airplane that I, that I asked you to to look up, um, what I'd like you to do is you'll notice that wings of an airplane have a curved upper surface and then like this flatter lower surface. So that's because that when air meets the wing going at that angle, it's split into two streams, the top and the bottom aspect of the wing. And so when the, the, the flight starts accelerating on the ground, the upper air travels at the same time as the air underneath, but the upper air needs to travel a longer distance than the lower. And therefore, the upper air has a higher speed passing through the plane wings. And according to fluid dynamics of Bernoulli's principle, when the air moves faster, the pressure will decrease. Therefore, the pressure at the top is lower than that at the bottom, which is what causes a force on the wings and causes the lifting of the plane upwards. Now, before we go too in-depth, let's introduce a few new terms. The forward-most portion of the wings is called the leading edge, and the rear-most point is called the trailing edge. And as an airplane flies through the air, the path that that airplane travels along is known as the flight path. And lastly, the airflow that flows around the airplane as it travels through the air is known as relative wind. The relative wind is parallel to but opposite the aircraft's flight speed. So now that we got those terms out of the way, how exactly does a wing actually create lift? Well, there are two major theories working in unison that explain the creation of lift. These are, as I mentioned before, Bernoulli's principle, but also Newton's three laws of motions. And while all three laws of motion apply to flight, it's the third law that has the most significance to lift production. Newton's third law states that for every action, there must be an equal and opposite reaction. For example, did you ever stick your arm straight out of a moving car's window with your, like, palm flat and 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 your thumb pointing pointing like towards the front forward like front of the car and then when you're doing that you'll rotate your hand um like like your thumb is going upwards like your your the air is now coming in contact with like the the downward air part of your hand and and, and as that happens you'll feel the result is that the air begins to push up your hand. Does that make sense? I I, I kind of stumbled there. I, I didn't, I, it was hard to explain that for some reason. I really want, I thought in my head that sounded a lot easier to explain it that way, but it, it doesn't actually, does it? I guess I just didn't, it, I think it does help. I just don't think I explained it. Let me know in the comments. Um, I'm on TikTok, Twitter, or X. <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk more about aerodynamics in a bit. Uh, I think maybe it's time that we talk about stranger things, don't you? Um, but but I guess first we should uh, go to a commercial break, and then we'll be back. And, and we need to recover, I think, a little bit from talking about putting your hand out of a car uh, and how wind is, is similar to... Yeah, we don't need to get back into it. I don't... All right, well, we'll be right back after the break. Today's episode and all episodes of Season 1 of Stranger Wings is brought to you by Kellogg's Eggo Waffles. Now, mornings are never easy, but neither are Nights. Every day is hard. But you know what isn't hard? Waffles. Especially if you put them in the toaster. The last thing you want to do is hear from people at work that, oh, Eggos are really good. You should check them out. And then you go and check them out and you just take them right from the freezer section and you think, I just bite into this. And you bite into it and you crack your tooth. That's the last thing you want to happen, because if that happens to you and then you go to work the next day and you go and people go, Nick, oh, my God, what happened to your tooth? Because you're missing a tooth now, because they had to extract it. They couldn't fix it. And they go, so what happened to your tooth? And they go, I broke it on an egg and waffle, guys. And then they're like, oh, did you didn't you warm it up first? You wouldn't want that to happen to you, would you? You wouldn't want that. And you wouldn't want to, to then go and, and start talking about how Ego waffles is bad online. And then Ego reaches out to you because they, they're going to, they want to sue you now because you've been slandering them. You wouldn't want that to happen to you, would you? And then, and then you go to court and you convince them that you have a really popular podcast and that you could you would just do ads for free for them for thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, and that we could just call us even. Because I don't want... Because you don't want... Not me, but you. You wouldn't want to go to jail, right? Right? So make sure you put them in the toaster. Kellogg's Eggo Waffles. Get your easy wins when you can when you... Lego with Eggo. Fuck Welcome back. It's time to talk about season one, episode four, The Body. Now, I initially thought, oh, this is a reference to the greatest episode of TV ever, Buffy the Vampire Slayer's beautiful episode about death and grief called The Body, but it is not. In fact, this is a reference to Stephen King and his short story, just. Like everything else from the Duffer Brothers, which is a shame, too, because any chance I can to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I will. (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, let's uh, begin where we left off, shall we? Um, The body of Will Byers has just been found, but is this really him? Because... Joyce certainly doesn't think so. Uh, She believes, at least, that she just had a conversation with him through lights. Granted, she never saw him nor heard him, but someone was talking to her, and, and I think in her heart of hearts she believes that that was Will. Jonathan doesn't buy it, though, and neither does Hopper. The episode starts with Hopper explaining to Joyce where Will's body was found and and, and and what they believe happened to get him there. He then tries to calm her down, telling her that after the death of his daughter, Sarah, he often saw and heard her voice as well. He encourages her to look at Will's body at the morgue the next day. Hopefully that can can get her out of this, you know, funk that he thinks that she's in, you know. And and I, I will see one of my favorite aspects of this scene specifically and, and, and a few more in this episode is uh Jonathan's character in this episode. He 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 is both uh tough, you know? He's he's he he's adult, but he's also a child. And I think that the way that he the way that Charlie Heaton, the actor who portrays him, portrays that aspect of Jonathan, I think is is very interesting, and I, I'll also go as far as to say that this is probably the episode where Jonathan officially becomes like a main character in the show for me. But uh, we'll get to more of that in a bit. Next, we see Mike and Eleven chilling in the basement. Not not so much chilling. Uh, Mike is upset with Eleven uh, still. That that anger that we saw at the end of last episode is is still there, but now we can see that Eleven has been working on something. She's she's been playing with Mike's walkie-talkie, and somehow she's starting to got. She's been able to get it tuned to the upside down, and we can hear Will's voice singing, "Should I stay or should I go?" through the radio as Eleven's nose starts to bleed. This causes Mike to, once again, go, like, all gung-ho with Eleven, and uh, they try to get the boys back together the next day to go, you know, searching for Will again, but, uh, because this time they want to find, like, a bigger walkie-talkie and hopefully get, you know, actually contact Will back, you know, if that makes sense. Um, But anyway, the biggest radio that they know of is the one at school, the one that, gets used uh, with the the AV club Uh, also at school so they're gonna head to school also at school well before they go to school they also dress up Eleven as uh, a normal girl I guess they give her a a blonde wig and a dress a pink dress wow she looks pretty good you look pretty good but then Eleven has this moment where she's like, "Yeah, I look pretty good." Pretty good. And like she like, you could see it's just it's very good acting uh, by Millie Bobby Millie Bobby Brown. There, I, I it's I, it's a, a very moving just one two lines you know two words and I was like, "Oh damn." a lot is a lot is being said there. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're going to head to school. Also at school, Nancy tells Steve about her findings in his backyard, but he is more concerned about getting in trouble with his parents to her disgust. Steve claims that uh, his dad is a grade A asshole, which is something that stood out to me uh, uh, um I my rewatch this time I I wonder how much that it's just not something that I remembered from last time. And I, and I, I wonder how that will inform my impression of, of Steve as a character going forward this season. Cause I, 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 I never really thought of never even really thought of his parents, but I guess it kind of makes sense that they're mean. Cause one of the other things I always think about is like, Oh, Steve seems like a wealthy guy. You know what I mean? Like, cause it also feels like popular people are often, wealthy people, I don't know, that's just, that's a a broad uh, presumption, but, but at least that's what I think of when I think of Steve Harrington, and so then the question is, is if, the question is, is if he is wealthy, why is he working at the ice cream shop later on in season three or whatever, like, he shouldn't need a job, but I, I guess, I I think he does like don't doesn't go to college or something, which do, that at least makes sense. But yeah, I don't. Know. Maybe his parents cut him off. See, these are things I don't remember. I I, I just um I'm, I'm gonna be paying more attention. I guess. Because I would I guess that would make sense why his dad would cut him off. Then he's a jerk. You know what I mean? He's not a nice person. He's a grade A asshole. Part of the reason I think this episode uh, actually has more in common with Buffy than with Stephen King is that Buffy's episode of The Body is this really beautiful distillation of, of grief. And, and that, again, is, is highlighted here. Grief is such a, a sensitive subject. And while I do think this episode is maybe a little cliche, the way that it deals with a, a decent amount of grief, they do it in a way that I think is very respectful. While also still, you know, it's supposed to be intense a little bit. It's supposed to be jarring, I think, to get just for an, from an emotional standpoint. Because I don't know, for me, one of the, the the most jarring moments is after Joyce and Jonathan go to the morgue and see the body. Joyce runs away, and 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 Jonathan tries to stop her, and 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 she claims that that body in there is is a thing, you know, which to her it is, you know what I mean? But also then for a mother to say that to a son, it's just, it's heartbreaking. I I can't even imagine. I mean, that all being said, it's just, it's beautiful acting again from Charlie Heaton and Winona Ryder. I mean, the, The sorrow mixed with the urgency of Will perhaps still being alive is, it's intense, you know? Eventually the kids make it to the school where, oh sorry, that was my chair, I didn't fart, I swear to God. I fucking swear to God I didn't fart, okay? It was just the chair moved a little bit. Anyway, the, the, the kids make it to school where the AV club teacher catches them and questions who Eleven is. They claim that she is Mike's cousin, Eleanor. Elsewhere, Nancy and Karen uh, begin arguing over her lying to the police. You lied to the police. I didn't lie. How naive do you think I am? You and Steve were just talking? We slept together. Is that what you want to know? It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it is all bullshit. It has nothing to do with Barb, and she's missing. And something terrible happened to her. I know it. I know it. And no one is listening to me. Sweetie, sweetie, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, you're not. Nancy. Nancy, leave me alone. Once again, it was was a moment that made me go, oh, man, I wish we had more of Karen in future seasons. I feel like she kind of becomes a, a bit of a comedic character going forward. Obviously, her being attractive, attracted to the, the evil villain of season three is like a meme at this point. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like her being the mother of, of these kids is so interesting. The way she takes care of, of Mike and and the way that she takes care of Nancy is, is very interesting. I guess that's, you know, just because I know I personally, really want to be a dad one day, and I feel like that's something that I keep looking at um, in media recently, is like, uh, oh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm 29 years old, almost 30, in just a few months, and like, I still haven't found anybody yet, and and I feel like I know all these people in my life who are having kids, and I don't know, it's, I mean, I'm happy with where I'm at, you know, but I also... I want, it's just like, it's a what if question, you know, You're like, what if I had found somebody, you know, I don't know, I just, I I think about that sometimes, because I, I wonder, would I be happier, because I, I just, I feel very stressed, I just, I, it's not that I'm unhappy with my life, I just feel like something's missing, you know, uh, anyway, um, shit the episode um what else happens uh they uh w- it, we did talk about this in the in the future already we talked about um the scene where will talks through the wall and and then joyce cuts it down you know what i mean uh so we don't need to talk about that again that happens in this episode uh, the the one last kind of big thing of the episode and it's probably the last thing i'll say about the this episode is once again it's a Jonathan scene. So uh, Jonathan and Nancy meet up at, at, cuz Nancy has found one of the photos that got ripped up of Barb and kind of off to the side is a Demogorgon sort of. And so she shows Jonathan this and and he is able to like sort of brighten and enlarge the photo in Hawkins uh photo lab. Have you been doing this a while? What? photography yeah I mean I guess I'd rather observe people than you know talk to them I know it's weird no no it is it's just sometimes people don't really say what they're really thinking but you capture the right moment and it says more what was I saying what when you took my picture i shouldn't take that i'm not. i'm sorry and and I'm, and then here is the last thing that i will say uh it's after this that um hopper starts to have his indiana jones moments in this episode he he starts to go undercover a little bit uh he he's off the books and he you know uh, physically assaults the, the coroner who got sent in from some, some big high government facility and he, um, he interrogates him and then he tells him that something's happening at the morgue. And so Hopper breaks into the morgue and he cuts into Will's body and he finds it stuffed with like cotton. So, and then the last thing we see is Hopper driving to the edge of Hawkins' lab, and he's prepared to open the fence with some bolt cutters. So, like, shit's about to go down. That's kind of the the other... In- For me, the two big things of this episode were, were Jonathan, and then the Hopper stuff, which I, I haven't talked about too much, but I, I just kind of feel... I don't know, I feel weird after that little rant about, you know, the what-ifs. Uh, I just I feel very chicken up the, today's just been a weird day in general i don't know i don't know if you guys can feel it i just i feel i feel very stiff and if something just sounds off i don't know i'm i'm freaking out a little bit i think Well, um, the last thing I'll, I'll, I want to say about the episode, and it's the last thing I always talk about when it comes to episodes like this, is um, it is my, my my needle drop moment, uh, and that actually happens in the beginning of the episode, and it's kind of sort of the, the song that plays as Joyce is being informed about uh, Will's death, and it's "Atmosphere" by Joy Division it's a really beautiful song and uh, it's got a very interesting history that you should look up i think um a lot of it has to do with um uh, it has to do i mean kind of the story of the song itself has to do with um heartbreak kind of and cheating whereas i think the song itself has almost uh, grown to have a, a second meaning and that is a meaning of grief. And if you want to know more about that, look it up yourself because I'm not a music es- expert. I'm, I'm, I'm an airplanes and Stranger Things expert, and that's it. So if you got a problem with that, you can email me at uh, Stranger thing Stranger Wings Pod at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure I've said Stranger Things Pod at g- gmail.com before. So if you've sent, a question comment concern uh, in that direction then i apologize because that went to someone else and if you want to send me a question you should do StrangerWingsPod at gmail.com i think i don't know Uh, anyway uh hope that you have a, a wonderful day um and obviously uh god Bless America, too. God bless America, too. That's where we live. What a (laughs) twist! What a twist! (laughs) Well, don't be a stranger.